Hi, I'm Dina Farrell, and this is the Prioritize Focus podcast. This is where you'll get encouragement, whether you are a time management flunky, a serial goal getter, or distracted by SOS, that's shiny object syndrome. This is for the entrepreneurial woman who may have forgotten what a valued, amazing lady she is. Val, that's you. This is your reminder that the world needs that God-given dream that you've been harboring in your heart. And it's time to make it a reality while living and dealing with your actual reality. If you're ready, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to day six of our 30-day Prioritize Focus journey. I hope you've been following along. If not, you can obviously jump back to any previous episodes, but I hope, as with any of them, they are standalone and you will gain something from each and every um, episode and each and every day that we're covering. So whether today is your day one or you're following along with us on day six, Welcome, and I hope that this helps you in your prioritized focus journey. So day six is all about discernment, and our key verse today comes from Proverbs 17, verse 24. A discerning man keeps wisdom in view, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. So in the first part of this verse, a discerning man keeps wisdom in view. He's focused, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. He's distracted. Exactly what we want to prevent. All right. So what exactly is a discerning man? Depending on where you look up the definition, you'll find explanations like the ability to judge well, the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what obscure, obtaining spiritual direction and understanding. I don't know about you, but do you feel like you need some good discernment just to figure out which definition to go with? (laughs) I found that I like Charles Spurgeon's take on discernment. He says, discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. It's knowing the difference between right and almost right. Hmm. Have you ever had to choose between better and best? That, my friends, takes some serious focus or from our key verse above, keeps wisdom in view. Ah, focus. Our ever elusive friend. Compared to discernment, right and wrong decisions are often the easier ones to make. Today, it's all too easy to be the fool whose eyes wander to the ends of the earth, as this verse puts it. Huh. How many times a day do you find yourself distracted? Right this second, I can think of things that could distract me from staying on point. Even examples that I want to jump to, to share with you, to drive home this point. And the next thing you know, we're on a rabbit trail, right? I can look at any of the tabs that I have open on my computer right now as I'm speaking to you, and each one of those could trail to a different direction and, you know, distract me. Like right now, the the little red light is indicating on my email window that I have, meaning I have a new email. 
right? I could easily click on that tab and look to see what the new email is without you knowing, but you would probably know because I might pause or um, have a you know gap in my thoughts or whatever, right? See how easy it is to be distracted, but I want to stay on point. The whole point of this podcast and my business and what I feel like my personal assignment is to prioritize our focus on the right things at the right times for the right reasons, right? And that takes discernment. So we definitely suffer from serious SOS. And that, my friends, is shiny object syndrome. We're busy looking for the best hack, the next quick fix or easy solution to our problems. This shiny object syndrome is exactly what keeps us distracted from making real progress towards what it is that we really want. And honestly, what we've been called to do. It keeps us distracted by always looking for a better way. We aren't always, we aren't doing what helps us make progress. So who are you becoming today? The discerning one or the foolish one? And I get it. Choosing between better and best is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. I couldn't think of what metaphor I wanted to use there. Sorry, I wasn't checking my email, I promise. Um, you know, that it, it really is tough. And a lot of times we have to sometimes let go of the good in order to grab hold of what God has better for us. And the example that comes to mind is think of holding on to a rope with both hands, right? You have like this death grip on this rope. But whatever it is you're holding on to the rope for, or whatever that reason is, at some point you're going to have to let go. Maybe it's a tug of war and the other side is stronger than you. And if you stay holding on, what happens? That rope rips through your hands. Next thing you know, you have you have to let go because of the pain. And you know, you get your hands will get bloody and you know that especially if you're using one of those rough ropes um you get like that splinters in it um and metaphorically you know how many of us are hanging on with a death grip of something that is good i the example that i have is i was in direct sales for more than eight and a half years but five years into it i had a very successful business i loved what i was doing but I knew that God was calling me in a different direction. And it took me three and a half years to let go of that rope that was that had me tied to that direct sales business. And for a long time, I tried to hold on with one hand. I can do both. I can go this direction without exactly letting go of that good thing. And let me tell you, it was painful. It was painful to let go. I didn't want to let go. It was comfortable. It was known. 
it was, I enjoyed it. And by all intents and purposes and outside views and everything, it was successful. So why would I let go of it? Because God had something better in store. And that better wasn't going to happen until I was able to let go. And there was a time and a realization that I was able to discern the difference and realize God was asking me to step into something that he had that was better than what I could even imagine. Easy? No, not at all. But it was a lesson that I had to learn so that moving forward, any time that I had this sense of this death grip that I didn't want to let go when I knew, you know, God was calling me to something else. Um, I remember that experience. And, you know, I have to ask myself, okay, Dina, are you going to hold on for another three and a half years? Or are you going to let go like you need to? All right. So be the discerning one. Keeping wisdom in view. You're focused. Don't be the fool who's wandering to the ends of the earth and is distracted. So as with our series, I have a little call to action. And today's action is our first step is to pinpoint what's distracting you right now. And we like to think of distractions as um, things physically in front of us. You know, I mentioned that I have all these tabs open on my computer and, you know, watching the notifications come up is a distraction. It's something physically I can see going on. But there's also distractions that we don't necessarily see. Things like worry, envy, fear, not being clear on what it is your vision is. When we talked about this in um, day one of this series, the importance of your vision and also differentiating between vision, mission, and goals. You know, what is distracting you right now? Is it interruptions? Are they self-imposed interruptions? You know, oh, I should be doing this right now, but eh, let me go grab a snack. Oh, let me go switch the load in the laundry. Oh, let me, you know, or are they um, interruptions from other people because you haven't set clear boundaries? You haven't um, clearly defined what it is you're working towards. You know, I'm in my office recording right now and I have a big sliding barn door that is closed. And there are two little, I don't know what you would call them, little not really French doors, but two doors that close. I'm my office is um, I guess what the builders intended for this house to be the dining room, but it's now my office. So there's two entry points, but they're closed. My family knows when those doors are closed and they hear me talking, I'm either on a call, I'm recording a video, or I am here with you recording a podcast. So those are boundaries. Those are um, clear indicators to my family as to what's going on. If those doors are closed, then 
I'm most likely recording or I'm on a call with somebody and you know that. So what's distracting you right now? Pinpoint. What are what are those distractions for you? And again, it could be worry, envy, fear, um, not being clear on your direction, actual physical in your face interruptions. What are they? So now we want to take it to the next step. Prioritize. What's one thing that you can focus your attention on to begin eliminating that distraction that you just pinpointed? One thing, you know, we've all heard the acronym for focus, follow one course until successful, right? Instead, we want to multitask instead of monotasking. We get a lot further faster when we monotask. Um, but, you know, we think that we're doing better when we multitask. So prioritize what one thing can you focus your attention on to begin eliminating that particular distraction that came to, to mind? Um, is it, you know, you need to pray about it. Maybe it truly is a distraction that is beyond your control. How can you pray about, um, you know, God revealing to you what it's going to take? to eliminate that distraction. Maybe you need to journal about that distraction. I know for me, when I journal and I write things out and I just kind of dump my thoughts and feelings out onto the paper, I actually begin formulating a solution or a solution comes to mind. There's something about seeing it, you know, I like to say in blue and white because I like writing in blue pens, not black pens. Um, you can almost start to see something come together. Maybe you need to find a coach or a mentor. Maybe you need to share that distraction with someone. Maybe you know someone who has um, shared that they've overcome the exact distraction that you're um, working through right now. Reach out to them. Find out what they did. It may work for you. Maybe it's time to work your plan or come up with one if you don't have one. Have a whole thing about it. You know, there's a difference between a plan and a strategy. I'm sure at some point, if you listen, we will get to that. But today's not that day. Today we we're talking about discernment um, and making sure that you are discerning between, you know, good and better. And between better and best, always leveling up. All right, we're going to close out with today's focus. And it's a little mantra. And the mantra for today's focus is, today I will remember that distractions are the easiest route to derail my goals. So I will keep wisdom in view, focus, by always knowing my next step. I may not have the whole plan, but at least I know the next step. I hope that's true for you. And I hope that this gives you um, some direction and encouragement on being discerning. Let's be that discerning person that keeps wisdom in view. All right. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I will catch you tomorrow for day seven. Thanks for joining me. 
Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to share it out, by all means, do that on your social media platforms if you'd like. We can stay connected at dinafarrell.com and where you can see the latest updates, blog posts, subscribe to my e-newsletter, or just kind of see what I'm up to. I'd love to connect with you outside of this podcast. Again, thanks for joining me. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and I will see you on the next episode.